Morning, sports fans, betters, and cappers, and welcome to the weekday edition of the Competitive Hedge Podcast. I am your host of the show, Kenneth Cotterell, and thank you all for joining me here today on this Monday morning. This podcast is all about sports and the world of betting. We talk about results from the weekend of games and wagers before diving into today's betting slate and cap things off with our betting card. Now, I this episode today is brought to you by Bet99. Bet99 is a Canadian sportsbook and casino that offers in-play betting, player props, a cash-out option, and many more great products. There are a variety of sports to bet on on the website, including NHL, NBA, NFL, and MLB. Bet99 works smoothly on both desktop and mobile. Their mobile app can be downloaded from the website's homepage. Now, depositing and withdrawing funds is hassle-free with a number of well-known methods available to use so you know your money is safe and secure. The website can be viewed in both English and French, and customer service is available 24-7 with their live chat option. So go to bet99.com to make an account to get started. Use code SHOOTERS at sign up as well, and please gamble responsibly. You must be 19-plus years of age to do so. It is available to persons in Ontario only. And if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or the gambling of someone close to you, you can contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Now, happy Halloween to all of you out there today. Uh, unfortunately, my wife and I this weekend really wanted to go as Bugs Bunny and Lola Bunny, and then her costume arrived late, so we were unable to do so. That's why we had no Halloween pictures out there from the weekend, but we are definitely looking forward to today. Today's betting slate is loaded as well, so we're going to get right into that by starting with our weekend record. It was a 13-12-2 weekend, so we're about as 500 as it could get uh, before that Lakers money line hit last night. So we're going to quickly recap how the weekend went as a whole, starting with Friday night. We're 2-2. Two and two. Luckily, we're able to cash that Orlando Magic money line versus the Charlotte Hornets. They picked up their first win of the year, as well as the Hawks minus six. And then we missed on the ice on both plays. Pittsburgh, they lost to Vancouver and the Islanders and Carolina went over six and a half. Now, once we got into the weekend on Saturday, once again, 500 on Saturday, seven and seven overall. We are two and one on the EPL slate. Thanks to Tottenham's second half comeback in the EPL was the highlight of the day. They were down two nothing in the second half and scored three to come back and win that game. We did cash Crystal Palace as well. They won one to nothing over Southampton and then Aston Villa. Double chance was our big miss of the day. Uh, it actually wasn't that close at all when it came to that Villa game. So uh, absolute whiff on our part there. Now, other results from that day, Man City, they picked up a 1-0 win on the road against Leicester City. We saw Brentford and Wolves. They drew 1-1. Uh, Brighton, they blew out Chelsea 4-1. Bit of a surprising result there. Uh, given how well Chelsea's played as of late. 
and then Fulham and Everton 0-0. And then the shocker of the day had to be Leeds United 2-1 over Liverpool on the road. Liverpool drops more points in the league. And this was a team that was supposed to go on and win the league this year or at least contend for it. And they appear to be out of contention now. Then college football-wise, we we're 3-2 and two for the day on Saturday. Boston College minus 7 was a whiff. They ended up losing outright 13-3 to three to UConn. Nebraska we missed on as well, plus 7.5. They lost 26-9 to nine versus Illinois. Now Ole Miss, we bet against our own team in Texas A&M, but Ole Miss, they covered the minus 2.5. They won 31-28. to 28. Tennessee blew out Kentucky 44-6. to six. And Michigan State barely covered against Michigan 29 to 7. A lot coming out of that game as well, with some Michigan State players it looks like are going to get suspended. Now, other results from college football, we did see Ohio State. They were in trouble <laughs> heading into the fourth quarter of that game. But they stormed back and they win 44 to 31. Now, if you had the Penn State uh plus 16, then you were able to cover late on that one. You probably got a little bit concerned there. Notre Dame, they won on the road 41-24 to versus Syracuse. Uh, and then you had some other big results over the weekend as well. Like Kansas State, they blew out Oklahoma State 48 to nothing in that one. And then USC picked up a big win 45-37 to on the road over Arizona. So that was the weekend of college football. We're going to have some exciting games coming up this weekend as well. Uh, Ohio State and Northwestern will be a good one. But the big game will be Tennessee and Georgia. Not sure if we're going to bet that one or just tune in because it's going to be a great game next Saturday. Then NHL-wise, we were 1-2. and NBA-wise, we were 1-2. and two, So ended up finishing the day 7-7. Seven and seven. Not our best Saturday. Then when we head into Sunday, we had a couple of pushes here for to go 4-3-2 and two on the day. Now, NFL-wise, we were 1-1-1. One, one and one. Miami, had they not got out to the slow start, we might have been able to cover that minus four, but it was a push instead, 31-27 to against Detroit. New England, they won 22-17 to over the Jets. That's a game that the Jets really should have won. Uh, unfortunately, Zach Wilson had a ton of turnovers there, and so we were unable to cash that one. But we did have the Washington Commanders storm back to beat the Indianapolis Colts 22-21. to We were on the Washington plus three there. So that was our lone cash of the day. Now, other results from the day, Denver, let's ride. They ended up winning 21-17 to over in England, so big result for them. Minnesota Vikings, they're going to move up in our power rankings now. Uh, I haven't been a big believer for a number of weeks. It's not that I don't think that they're a good team. I just haven't seen them beat anybody of quality. I think Arizona might be their biggest win of the year, to be honest. And so 34-26, to big result for them at home. The Cowboys, they put up 49 points on the Chicago Bears. They win 49-29. Micah Parsons had a defensive touchdown. The offense got going. So as a Cowboys fan, thrilled to see it. Great result for Dallas. We'll see if their offense can stay consistent moving forward. Then we had the Saints. They blew out the Raiders 24 to nothing. Uh, Atlanta and Carolina was a bit of a crazy one, 37-34. Um, the fact that they were trading field goal misses, it felt like in that game and the fact that Atlanta was able to pull it out, that's a big result for them as they take the lead in the NFC South, especially with the way that Tampa's playing right now. Philly, they won 35 to 13 over the Steelers. Titans, 17 to 10 over those Houston Texans. Seattle, 27 to 13 over the New York Giants. So that's a big result for them. 
the 49ers 31 to 14 over the Rams. Now Christian McCaffrey became the first player since 2005 to throw for a touchdown, receive a touchdown and rush a touchdown in. So huge result for CMC and the uh, 49ers. And then on Sunday night football, the Bills 27 to 17 over those Green Bay Packers. So Packers, if you had plus 10 and a half, you were able to just barely cash them covering that game. Now, EPL-wise, we were 1-0 yesterday, Man United money line. Big result for us, given that David De Gea, he made some big saves for United in that game in order to cash that play. NHL, we we're 0-1-1. Uh, we had New York and Arizona over six. They only scored five. And Toronto and Anaheim pushed at the under seven. And then Boston minus eight and a half. They cover versus Washington, 112 to 94. Dallas minus nine and a half. They only win by nine. Absolutely gut-wrenching loss there. And then our lone uh, plus money winner yesterday, Lakers money line. They win over the Denver Nuggets. So huge result for my LA Lakers. So with that, it was an absolutely loaded weekend, tons happening, but now we are looking forward to today by going into today's betting slate. All right, so let's dive into it. We have a ton of plays to get through today on the NBA side. We've got seven games there, a few NHL games, as well as Monday night football. So let's start over in the NBA, Philadelphia taking on the Washington Wizards. Now, uh, yesterday, the line was at minus four and a half for Philly. It's moved to minus five. Philly heading on the road against a Wizards team that I'm not really crazy about. It's it is interesting to see that Philadelphia gets the half point bump despite the fact the over under dropped a point and a half overnight. So people are very clearly on Philadelphia heading into this game now. Harden's got out to a decent start for them. He's averaging twenty one nine and seven. And on the Washington side, Bradley Beal, you would call it a quiet start for him, only averaging twenty points per game out of the gate given he was closer to 30 a year ago. So interested by this game tonight. It's not one that I'm going to have a part of the official betting card, but Philadelphia did just beat the Bulls and the Raptors, whereas the Wizards lost to the Pacers. So they're two, three and two to start out of the gate. So big start for the Wizards, but we did see them do this last year and then they faded down the stretch. Now, second game on the slate is Sacramento. They are minus one taking on the Charlotte Hornets. Um, it's actually moved to minus two now. Uh, Hornets just won by seven over Golden State in overtime, whereas the Kings, they beat the Heat. Huge result for them, but that was their only win of the year as they're sitting at one and four. I don't like betting on either of these two teams. I've been burned by Charlotte a couple times already. Just for whatever reason, they either win by 20 or lose by 20, it seems. So this is a stay away game for me. Not one that I'm particularly wanting to watch either. I don't know why you would sit down and want to watch Kings and uh, Kings and Hornets. Then Pacers, they're taking on the Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn's minus eight once again. Pretty surprised to see that they're this heavily favored given the fact that Indiana just beat them the other night. Now, I don't know if rookie Benedict Matherin's going to have 32 points off the bench once again, but still the fact that they're getting this kind of juice and the Nets currently are the worst team in the Eastern Conference they sit at the very bottom of the standings. So when you're one and five heading into this game, don't know why you command that kind of juice. This is the sort of game, though, where if Indiana goes in and wins again, are we going to see Steve Nash get fired? I don't think that he's going to last until Christmas time. They got to start picking up wins if he wants to have a hope of keeping that job. But 
just seems odd. The Pacers, they just beat Brooklyn and Washington. So they're coming and playing pretty well with Matherin and Heald and Halliburton and company. So this is one that I'm staying away from as well tonight. I just don't love. I think that Brooklyn could go in and cover, but the fact that they just lost Indiana gives me some cause for concern. So this is a stay away. Atlanta, they're taking on Toronto. Toronto's minus four heading into this one. 222 and a half is where the over-under total is at as well. So they're expecting a decent amount of points in this game. Now, Atlanta, they have gotten out to a good start. They're sitting at four and two. They did just lose to Milwaukee by eight points, but I don't think that's an indictment on them. I think it's more so just how good Milwaukee actually is. And then you've got Toronto who just traded wins and losses with Philadelphia. So they're three and three on the season. I'm still hoping to cash that future bet of under 46 and a half wins, but we'll have to see how Toronto does in a game like this at home, taking on a good Hawks team. Milwaukee, they're minus 12 versus Detroit. Uh, the Bucks coming in undefeated on the season and Detroit just played yesterday, picked up a big win over Golden State by 14 at home. So I, I do like the Bucks tonight. I just can't go and bet a double digit spread in the NBA. Not this early in the season, especially uh, Detroit. I think this is a team where down the stretch, you might want to fade them. But as of now, I just can't do it with that kind of juice, even with Milwaukee being undefeated. Memphis are minus three versus Utah tonight. Utah just beat Memphis the other night, uh, 124 to 123. So Memphis, once again, they are minus four now, actually. It's moved from minus three to minus four. So I do think that Memphis, Desmond Bain has woken up. John Morant's played really well as well. Uh, but Utah, they've kind of been the surprise of the Western Conference so far this season. This is one that I'd love to go and bet Memphis once again, but I don't want to get burned back-to-back uh, games by the Utah Jazz. So this is a stay-away game for me. And in Houston versus the Clippers, Clippers are minus nine and a half tonight. And the over-under total is at 224 and a half. Now the Clippers, they just lost to the Pelicans yesterday. And the Rockets, they're sitting towards the bottom of the Western Conference standings. They're actually the worst team in the West at one and six. So stay away game once again, but it is one. I uh, Actually, you know what? This one might be a part of our card. Maybe it's not a stay away. I keep saying it so much. Maybe I'm a little bit too scared with the bets today, but... This one's a part of our betting card. Now let's head over and talk NHL, Detroit versus Buffalo. This is the first game on the slate tonight. Uh, three games actually happening on the ice. Um, so you've got Buffalo. They are currently minus 150 at home, taking on the Detroit Red Wings. Now six and a half is the over underline here. Detroit's coming off the big win over Minnesota on Saturday, two to one. And Buffalo's coming in off a win as well. They beat the Chicago Blackhawks in overtime. Four to three. It looks like we're going to get Huso in net for Detroit, who's two one and one, taking on Comrie at two and three. Then you got the Capitals and Hurricanes. The Hurricanes are minus one seventy five over underline, sitting at six and a half as well. Washington coming off of a win over Nashville, three to nothing, whereas the Hurricanes just beat Philly in overtime, four to three. So a lot of teams on the ice today coming off wins. And only a few are going to pick up wins today. So Kemper, he's going for the Capitals. He's three and three on the year, whereas Freddie Anderson is three and two on the year. And then you've got the LA Kings and the St. Louis Blues. The Blues are minus 125 heading into this game. Looks like we're going to get Jonathan Quick and Jordan Bennington. The Kings just beat the Leafs four to two over the weekend. But the Blues are coming in having lost four straight games, including a seven to four loss over the Montreal Canadiens. And Montreal is not supposed to be a good team this year. So 
looking to see if Quick, who's two and four, can pick up a win over three and one Jordan Binnington. Uh, should be an interesting game to tune into late tonight on the ice. And then NFL Monday Night Football, we've got Cincinnati minus three taking on the Cleveland Browns. Now the over-under line here is at 45. The Bengals, they've won two in a row. They just beat the Falcons pretty handily, and they squeaked out a win over the Saints. Cleveland, on the other hand, they've lost four in a row, including to Baltimore, New England, the Chargers, and those same Falcons that the Bengals beat. So this is a game where Cleveland is teetering on the if-you-lose-then-you're-out territory, um, especially knowing that Deshaun Watson will not be back for a number of weeks yet. They need to figure out a way to scrap out some wins, especially one like this at home, whereas the Bengals, their offense is starting to roll and they're starting to get into a bit of a rhythm. So this one will be a part of our betting card, which is where we're heading to next. We are heading over to our last call pick segment. But with that being said, we also have a new sponsor. Let's get into our betting plays for the day. Sponsored by Last Mountain Distillery. Last Mountain Distillery is family-owned and operated and located in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, the heart of grain country. Saskatchewan's first micro distillery's success lies in their commitment to producing high-quality products and handcrafted spirits. Their craft distilling process brings out the full flavor of the grain and leaves a smooth finish unlike any other. And their holiday seasonal releases are out now. Their famous cherry whiskey, chocolate hazelnut truffle liquor, and new this year, local candy cane vodka as well. I've got on the sweater today. Uh, I did try and hide it throughout the show. Did a, a pretty decent job of it, I would say. But they are the new sponsor for this show. They are sponsoring our last call segment, which is where we give our daily betting plays for the day. Also, quick shout out to Mark over at the Blue Collar Media Group, who did those couple new videos for us moving forward. He's great at what he does, and we really appreciate him over at the show. So with that, we got five betting plays for today. We'll give them to you real quick here, and then we'll get out of here on this Monday morning, starting with Roma Moneyline versus Hellas Verona. Now, we're also changing up our unit system. We're not going to be just one unit on every play. We're going to go up to two units, so depending on our confidence level on our plays. So these are the ones that we like for today. As I said, Roma Moneyline, one and a half units at minus 108. Now, Despite Roma being on the road for this game, I really do love this opportunity for them. Verona, they've lost five games in a row. Now, Roma just lost in the league, but they had won their three games prior. And that lone loss for them came against Napoli, who's one of the better teams in Italy. So that's not a bad loss at all. And they only lost 1-0 in that game. Verona, they sit 19th in Serie A, and they are sliding in the wrong direction. So I'm going with the superior side. It's near even money, and so I love this play on the road for Roma to go in and get the money line. The last time we bet Roma, they didn't let us down, and we're riding with them once again today. Then NFL, we are going Cincinnati Bengals minus three versus Cleveland tonight for just one unit. Now, I'm normally a big believer in betting on home dogs and division games, but I just don't see that happening tonight. The Browns' defensive line, they could cause some issues for Burrow. We know that he's going to get sacked a ton. But it seems like even when he does get sacked a lot that it doesn't matter at times. And so I think that this is a game where uh, the Browns offensively just aren't going to be able to keep up. I think an off night for Cincinnati, we see them put up 24 points tonight. And I don't know if the Browns can even cross 20 with Jacoby Brissett and company. Um, I think that Chubb's going to do well in this game. He's definitely, not that he ever isn't, but a fantasy start tonight. And so I'm going to roll with the Bengals tonight. 
Get Higgins and Boyd involved. No Jamar Chase tonight, as well as Joe Mixon. So we're going to roll with the Bengals tonight. We're also rolling with the Detroit Red Wings money line versus the Buffalo Sabres. We're not proud to say that this is a homer pick, but we are proud at the same time if they go out and get the win. I like the goaltending matchup here. Not a big fan of Comrie. Uh, we faded him the other day, and we were able to cash on that one. And I just think that Huso has been a great addition for them coming in from the St. Louis Blues. Uh, yes, I know that Buffalo's at home. They've gotten out to the hot start, but I still don't think that they're a great team in the Eastern Conference. Overall, I'm going to roll with Detroit. Coming off that massive win over Minnesota, they had a couple of tough results there against some better teams. This is a spot for them to come in on the road and get a plus money win. So give me the Red Wings money line tonight. I'm also taking the Atlanta Hawks spread tonight versus the Toronto Raptors. This line's actually moved to plus four and a half. So you can go and get it there. Might even move to plus five uh, by tip off if you're going on the Hawks side. But Toronto, they just traded wins with Philly, as I said. Fred Van Vliet, he was ice cold in their last game. Now Siakam's playing like an early MVP candidate. Not that he's the MVP of the league right now. There's better guys, but he's definitely in the discussion with how well he has played. As I said, the Hawks, they lost to the Bucks, but I don't think that this is something where I'm going to look too much into that loss. It was only by single digits. DeJounte and Trey, I think, are going to cause some major issues for Toronto on the defensive side. And so I really like the Hawks to come in and cover, if not win outright. I think this is a great road spot for them to come in and get a result. And then our final game tonight, this is our most confident play, actually. It is the Rockets and Clippers over 224 at two units. So I'm doubting that we see Kawhi Leonard once again. But there's still plenty of scoring on both sides without him. The Rockets play at the fifth quickest pace in the NBA, so they want to get up and down. And I think without Kawhi, you, you're going to see the same thing from the Clippers tonight. They're in the top half of field goal percentage. This isn't a team that hits a lot of threes, so they want to get out in transition. So I'm rolling with them to get out in transition, have both of these teams in the mid two ten or mid 110s for the finish here. So give me Clippers, Rockets, over 224 at minus 110 for two units to cap things off tonight for our betting plays. But we appreciate all of you who tune into our live show every day. Go check out our podcast audio, which will be released later this morning uh, on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Also follow us at HedgePod on all of our social platforms. Twitter's what we primarily use. That's where we'll post if we have any changes to our plays, whether players get ruled out or whatnot, especially in the NBA with resting players nowadays, you have to keep an eye on those sorts of things. But we appreciate all of you who tune in and we'll see you guys tomorrow for the Competitive Hedge podcast.